Thanksgiving's upon us, but money's my goal. It's a holiday, cousin. Show some control. But I have a plan, a plan that won't fail. Oh, sure. What's the plan? Turkeys for sale. Oh. Welcome, everybody, to episode three of the TJF Podcast. I don't know why I'm talking like the spooky host like I did last time, but I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm here with Greg and Mark. What's up, fellas? Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. We're here for some Thanksgiving goodness. Ooh, I give thanks to both of you. I give thanks. I brought my gravy. I brought oh. my uh, bad political conversation and my 10 glasses of wine. So this is now we're talking. Perfect. Yeah. Greg, what did you bring to our Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, I brought also gravy, mm-hmm. but it was the same gravy from last year that none of you ate. Um, and I didn't want I thought maybe you were too full and that you, you know, you just wanted I didn't want you to miss out. So thank you. Uh, we're just gonna that. yeah, we're gonna scrape off the top, heat it up. Never eat the top. It, gravy, baby. Yeah, never eat the top. No. Never. The, the best I part is, on my tombstone. That gravy <laughs> that Greg brought will be there for next year's Thanksgiving celebration because we're not gonna eat it. Ryan makes the best gravy. We all know that. We all oh, know I this. What? I didn't yep. I don't know. So the competition. It is. It is. Turns I have out, also yeah. brought gravy. Oh, I also perfect. have a, a blanket of smallpox to share with you guys. So. <laughs> oh, the thoughtful. second most deadly disease this Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. How thoughtful of you. <laughs> wow. Uh, last time we did uh, we did some Halloween, which was a lot of fun. If you haven't yeah. heard that one, go back and check it out. It's on there. It's on the feed. Go check it out. This time we're going to Thanksgiving. For TJF, much less to choose from. <laughs> much yeah. less. Now, Ryan off the air told me, and I had no idea that there was that little Thanksgiving TJF episodes. I figured that'd be like rife. It's such an easy thing to write. It's like a, a gimme right. every single year, but apparently not, huh? No. There are very limited. This is a stretch. These five, I think maybe there's a couple others. There was um, some of like the weird stuff, like the Clueless. Remember Clueless was on? Oh, like, yeah. I liked wow. that show. That had a Thanksgiving episode, but I feel like we need to cover that in a different show that's more like weird one-off TJ. Yes, shows. that'd be a great episode. Oh, say yeah. that. I love that idea. Yeah, so I didn't want to... California bo- Dreaming. Right. Those we're, getting, kinda- we're getting it on here somehow. <laughs> Wasn't there like a, a Look Who's Talking? Yes. Or like Siri? Okay, no. I remember that. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's many others. That will be a whole episode. Just the like weird... It. I like weird stuff that that didn't survive on TJF that no one remembers. So some of those had Thanksgiving episodes, but really surprisingly, we got about five. That's about it. Hey, it's all we need. Or five, five and a half, because we have our first two-parter here. Uh, But I want to get started with one quick thing. If you can invite any three characters from TJF to your Thanksgiving, who would you... Wow. Who would you choose Ooh, and why? Great question. Can I ask for some clarity? Yes, go ahead. Of course. Now, in this in this imaginary world, are we looking for hilar- hilarious hijinks 
or are these like people I genuinely would like to share a table with? I went with genuinely people I enjoy, but each have a, I have reasoning behind each, but, but I, you could do whatever you could do hilarious hijinks. I thought well, about pairing up some weirdos together just to watch. That's Definitely. the line of delineation between a Balky or a Larry, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I thought right. it was too uh, d- dinner for schmucksy of me to uh, <laughs> put a bunch of weirdos in a room and watch. <laughs> and that movie sucks. So I also didn't want to bring it up, but I did anyway. So you want me to start while you think about yours? Unless you yeah, have go ahead. chambered. Uh, obviously, my favorite character in all of TGIF, Cody. Oh. Cody Lambert <laughs> has to come. And mostly because of his giant pumpkin. He can make a lot of pumpkin pies with that. So, uh, acting biggest pie income. World's biggest pie. Guinness no, World also, Records. He proved that he could cook. You know, he was a chef in the Halloween episode, had a right? whole plate full of goodies. I yeah, mean, he can choice. cook for us. Right. I think he's a solid option. Toss up here. Mm-hmm. I, we, need a, uh, we need an older person. Thanksgiving is not Thanksgiving unless you have an old wise person. Yeah. Toss up. Mother Winslow, Mr. Feeney. Toss up, toss up there. Ooh. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go. Mother Winslow, only because she may invite Grandmama to join her, <laughs> and I'll leave a chair open for Grandmama. And then, of course, Salem the cat, who appears in this episode because yeah. because gravy, because he can get pilgrims to cook for us. You know, many other reasons. He's very good at getting highlighted hair, and or whatever that was. <laughs> He's a fun cat, so I would consider him as well. So that's my three. Those are all good, very good choices. It's obvious that you had time to prepare. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Number one, Cousin Larry. I mean, he's already a cousin, Mm -hmm. so relative Mm -hmm. speaking. Right. Uh, Then I would go with Carl. Oh, that's a good one. Solid. Uh, You want to hear those top stories? Uh, and then Aunt Becky, because boy, did I have a crush on her when I was twelve. Wow! Uh, and the colleges I, you could have gotten into now. I know, right? All right. And I, I choose those other two because um, they're the people I associate most with out of all of these. Just mm-hmm. two grumpy dudes, and I imagine <laughs> they would go home sooner than the rest. <laughs> that's a high. That's a high bar. You know, you want to get your guests out yeah. there. Oh, mm-hmm. you ever? Oh, you know, for sure. The, the the person who leaves the first the person who leaves first that's the MVP of Thanksgiving right there. MVP. Like, just, yeah. Get that, you, get that ball rolling. I'll tell you one of my least favorite hours of the entire year. Oh. Is the hour after dinner and before people decide what they actually want to do for the rest of the night, because that entire hour long discussion is a nightmare every fucking year. Like, do we play a board game? Are we going to watch a movie? Do you want to go to the mall? Like, how long do we have to wait for? dessert board game miserable that, like four oh that God. four to five o'clock hour of thanksgiving day wow. my least favorite hour of all year it's rough it is oh. very rough okay i'm always super full and hot and sleepy and that's <laughs> when my dad always decides to bring out the hot takes <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's when they come out yeah breaks out a game of risk just yeah. to ruin the family <laughs> i got some real strong opinions on government tracking want to hear them now that you're <laughs> half asleep <laughs> oh. okay that was fantastic mark do you have uh three guests that you would want to invite so i was i was laying back because i wanted you guys to like fill in the gaps there and help let me think give, give me some time here so okay. i'm gonna steal ryan i'm gonna steal 
Salem the cat because I feel like he would be like my first choice. Yeah. I want Salem the cat kind of like at the head of the table. He'll have a lot of snarky stuff. Maybe some Nick Bakai will get in there. We can talk about Buffalo. It'll be really fun. I'm really enjoying that. Uh, across from me, Earl Sinclair. Okay. <laughs> I want, because he knows a lot about food. I feel like he'll yep. bring a lot. He'll bring me like a leg of something. Like, I just feel like he's going to really contribute to that. And he's jovial. Like everyone loves Earl. He's a great guy. That's perfect. Uh-huh. And then to the right of me, Stevel. I want to go with Stevel. I want, three, I, want, I want three things that shouldn't talk at my Thanksgiving dinner so I can embrace the weird. I like how you did table settings. I didn't even yes. think of that. Think of exactly. table setting. Yeah. Man, I have alive. a nice cornucopia in the middle and everything. So, yeah. Earl's a great choice. It's your best chance of having a truly unique non turkey. <laughs> I mean, I look, thought Earl would make does, an appearance in yours when I was like fantasy booking this. I'm like, oh, I yeah. think Mark will pick Earl. Earl's always my number one draft pick, <laughs> especially for an offensive lineman. Yo, yeah, God, yeah. All Perfect. I need is him. Yeah, wow. <laughs> the whole line. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love it. Do you have any Thanksgiving traditions that are uh, fun before we get started into these? These suckers or anything you you uh, your game plan for Thanksgiving? What's your game plan? I like this year is avoid well, people, right? Yeah, this year yeah, is a lot right? different than this years year's past. a little different. Um, right. I know Under like, normal I, circumstances. I would yeah, probably a normal playbook, if you will. I would probably get some flack for this, but I am the like lineup outside of Target at five five p.m. Oh. guy. Um, I got to get those love. flat screens. Black Friday shopping. Well, I mean, look, I, I recognize that I'm 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 evil for two reasons with this. One, I get capitalism; it sucks. These people should be home with their families. But also, I did work Black Friday for like 15 straight years. Mm. I feel like it. I'm like reverse paying it forward. Um, you're, getting, you're getting yours back, right? You're, I'm getting you're, mine you're taking back. it back. You're taking. I'm it back. taking back my Thanksgiving nights. Yeah. Um, and also, I do probably 90% of my personal shopping on Black Friday. I'll, really? It, yeah, I'll spend like thousands of dollars and I'll I'll come away with like one thing for actual Christmas. <laughs> now, do you actually like game plan ahead of time? Do you go online oh, yeah. and find out like what the Black Friday deals are and then like wow. plan your day? Wow, okay. I never Only newspaper I buy all year. Yeah? Wow. wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a I great newspaper. It. it sure is. It's nice and thick. Perfect for starting a fire with. Yeah. <laughs> Wave it at other shoppers. Can hit people with it, you know? Yeah. No, for sure. Um, and I love it. And I mean, like you can you can see all so you love games. you love a deal. You can, right, like all these video games behind me, I bet you eighty percent of them are Black Friday wow. and they're all still in the wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> That I am not surprised. Wow. I still haven't beaten Spider-Man PS4. That's how uh, uh, slow. Yeah. I'm very slow at video games. It takes forever. Yep. Yeah. I thing. got that Miles Morales PS5 going this weekend. Oh, nice. very nice. That's how it is. It's great. Yes. Good. It's really great. So Black Friday. Okay. Mark, do you have any uh, strategies or traditions or anything like that? The one thing we always do is we always go over to my cousin's house and then we'll always do like a family football game. But mm. as I've gotten older, that football game has gotten sadder and sadder. Like, I mean, if, if I can go, if I can do like one route and not like break my hip, that's a success. And I'm already like full of turkey and I just don't want to move. Oh, this so is post-turkey. Like, yeah, this is post-turkey. Oh, wow. After the game. So it's like watching like the Jets scrimmage against each other. It's just people running <laughs> into each other and just. 
nobody wants to be there but we still do it because it's you know we have to so it's part of the yeah it's part of the deal yep so that's always the the great bagnoli mcgowan family football game is always fun and my daughter get is what at least when my daughter now is playing she's 14 so when she gets in she actually like plays for keeps oh yeah she's she's trying only one who's trying (laughs) eight eight touchdowns by the end of the game it's just if she just catches it people are like that's fine that's good just let her go so the jets are actually uh scouting like yeah right her. we can use her we have the number one overall pick uh, you know what about you ryan um i'm very traditional i'm a uh 10 coffees football lots of turkey 10 wines like i said yep. at the beginning, a lot of wine <laughs> then hopefully sleep but usually people are still here and then home alone was a huge part of my childhood as a on thanksgiving as okay. soon as thanksgiving was over right around like eight o'clock home alone would come on like abc for years that's what i did every year i would watch that would be my first christmas movie i would watch home alone eight oh, o'clock awesome. after after uh thanksgiving but i love thanksgiving it's my favorite holiday mm-hmm. stuffing is my favorite food so I think I think it might be my favorite holiday too. The only thing holding it back is that no one gets me a present. Mm, yeah, I love presents. Mm-hmm. Sure, but the, um, the don't you find as an old person? I guess we'll get into this in the uh, Christmas episode, which comes up next. <laughs> that the adult present that you get most often is not good. <laughs> it's like well, why? Why would you do this? <laughs> that's where all this comes from. See. <laughs> Merry Christmas to me. Oh, the ones you give yourself. You feel guilty if it's a present. There you go. There you go. Uh, Yeah, that is true. Um, In general, uh, like my dad bought me a shed for my birthday, and that's awesome. It's something I don't have to purchase now. A shed. Uh, Yeah. Great. Which is a great Um, gift. I need a shed. I would like for someone to purchase me a shed. But legit, if he came up to me, and was like, "Yo, I found this." wicked exclusive tmnt action figure here or i bought I buy you, you all a I, I bought you all the neca turtle yeah. action yeah. figures it's like I know, you were, can... I know you were on that target website for eight hours last week <laughs> i got one i would i would take that a hundred times out of a hundred so which is so unfunctional like oh, yeah. an action figure that's on a shelf it's so uh, yeah but at the same time greg's all about like non-functioning gifts he has a lex luger t-shirt that lights up so i mean that was given to him on christmas no joke i almost wore that tonight wow <laughs> the only thing that stopped me was that it's very cold in my house and i didn't want to take off one t-shirt to put on another <laughs> Let's start with Sister Sister making its first appearance on the TJM podcast here. And if you didn't know, Sister Sister was a mid-season replacement on a TGIF lineup. And then uh, ABC was like, this show sucks. We're canceling it. And then WB said, no, 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 no. We will run this for four more years. Okay. Well, that's good to know because in my mind, that was like a show that I instantly picked up on. Like when you said Sister, Sister, I knew what it was. It wasn't like the baby show or whatever the California Dreaming thing. (laughs) But like, so that's weird. So it only ran for like half a season, a season? Half a season on TJF, but it ran for like six seasons on all of television. It must have been on ABC separately. I knew so. who Tia and Tamara were. Like, so, I mean, right, like, me it wasn't too. like I was going in blind on this. I kind of remember, like, the general gist of the show. So, 
Yeah. So this is Sister Sister Season 3, Episode 9 and 10. Jesus Christ. Thanks, you in Hawaii. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Double dipping. And we start with Sister Sister. I am so sorry. I'm not going to have any bad luck here in Hawaii. We're going to have a great time. I've even forgotten about uh, uh, Tanya. <laughs> is this a Lee Lee? Lisa! How I how I discovered this was a two parter is I went on Netflix and I'm like, great, I'll just bang this out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> nope. There's a second part. Oh yeah. Found it out in the moment. When Ray and Lisa take the girls to Hawaii for Thanksgiving, they run into their exes who have begun dating each other. While Ray and Lisa frantically search for the twins, Roger opens up uh the Campbell and Landry home to the homeless. For Thanksgiving dinner. What a great guy. One sister is going... I, I'm not going to get the sisters separated. <laughs> right? Not going to do it. That's fine. I can Go be ahead. able to do it. Maybe one of you can. I cannot. One sister's going to Hawaii. One is going to Detroit. <laughs> mm. So real quick, I wanna, I, when I was in college, we had these. We had this like intro to like college class. I went to Siena College in upstate New York. And so they divided everybody into three groups. And each group got to go to an overnight at somewhere. You know, and like kind of sell, like hang out with each other, especially like freshmen. It was a fun time. Yeah. One group went to New York City. Mm. One group went to Boston. Mm. My group went to Lowell, Massachusetts. Oh my god! <laughs> Reminded me very much of this. <laughs> what like, do I, you do in Lowell, Massachusetts? There was one bar. None of us were old enough to drink. None of us had a fake ID, so we just hung mm. out till nine, and then got kicked out and listened to like towny like jazz. That wasn't even towny jazz. It was just like a guy like strumming a guitar and somebody behind him with like just banging on drums. It was so bad. Wow, just a nightmare scenario. And I was getting like phone calls from my brother who was in New York City in the village or something like that. I'm like, eh, uh, we're next to a loom factory. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> roger the neighbor is going to go to detroit too because his parents hate him so he's going to be alone on thanksgiving meanwhile ray is getting dumped dumped by this tanya lady who we don't i don't know anything about and ray and terrace decide they're going to watch the mike tyson fight and get together before thanksgiving did you watch any tyson fights <laughs> mike tyson has like a huge thing in this area yeah um yeah he's from not that far away and he's one of the only people banned from crossgate small did you know that no get wow. out banned Why? from crossgate small because he got in some kind of fight type deal in crossgate small and he's banned from crossgate small how pissed do you have to be in front of the annie ann to get kicked <laughs> out of crossgates like god damn wow what well, no. i don't know what happened there but yeah banned I... from crossgates I had memories. I went over, like, when I was in high school, I would go to somebody's house and we would watch, like, the Tyson fight. Like, that was a thing. Like, we yeah. would just go check it out. So, I mean, like, I get it at the time. Like, that was a big thing. And this was, like, right in the middle of him, like, him and Holyfield, right? Like, this era. Yeah. It's so, got to be, right? 95-ish? Four? Yeah. I don't know when this was. Five, four? Somewhere around there is a Holyfield yeah. fight, right. I think. Yep. And there was two of them, and then he bit him on the second one. And, right, he bit his ear. Uh, yep. Right. So, uh, yeah, they're watching the Tyson fight. And I think for a long time, he did knock people out very quickly yeah. in his fights. Yeah. And that's what happens here. Um, Ray, they have a uh, boy talk. And Ray says to Terrence that he kicked Tanya to the curb. 
which is what you do. You know, that's what you do. You got to lie. <laughs> if you're with her boys, you got to lie about something like you gotta that. You got to save face. Yeah. So Terrence is all excited about this because he wants to date Tanya. So he's fishing for information about what's going on with their relationship. And he just leaves the party. Like, <laughs> I'm out. I'm going to go date Tanya now while you're doing whatever you're doing. Sometimes uh, when you're in that situation, that's like the best thing to happen. You're like, oh, never mind. I don't have to kick you out. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, you just laughed. Great. Yeah, like the, the, the game or the, the fight is over. Why are we hanging out anyway? So perfect. Ray decides since he's single now, he's going to bring his daughter, Tia or Tamara. <laughs> I don't know which one. And uh, she's very excited. She gets to go to Hawaii and not Detroit. But funny enough, no one tells annoying neighbor Roger this information. <laughs> and he shows up with his packed bags ready to go to Detroit and no one's at the house. So they've home alone Roger. <laughs> Roger is pretty a pretty funny character from what I remember. I, he was he was always trying to date the two sisters. I right. remember that. Yeah. And they hated him hated his guts, but he was always like sweet enough where they couldn't get rid of him. So everybody the uh the two families arrive the the parents and uh, T and Tamara arrive in Hawaii and we meet Gus. Mm. Which was, boy, what a downer. <laughs> I hated Gus. Yeah. Did you? I thought it was funny enough. You did? I guess. He was I, on I mean, it's, so it's, much. He was a not huge part of this. Norm. It's Cliff. It's Cliff from Cheers. It's John Ratzenberger, yeah. 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 And, I mean, it's he's got a funny worst, voice. Sure. Fun. One of his war, less fun roles, but okay. So he's... He's the head of this condo that they could basically barely afford. As Lisa says earlier, like, I can barely afford this trip. Who cares? Like, you should come with us. Somewhere along the line, they pick up an evil rock. <laughs> evil lava rock. Shown off camera. Like, we don't, we right. don't get to watch this. Thankfully, they, they we're 22 minutes, so we, we don't see everything. So yeah. <laughs> the, the rock is not just bad luck. It's unlimited bad luck until you get rid of it. And immediately, the bad luck kicks in because... Tanya and Terrence were now dating, which was what twenty four hours ago. That works fast. Less than yeah, that, boy. They, what's the quickest you ever went on vacation with a with a significant other? Wow, <laughs> twenty four hours. Define yes, is this very is quick. A, I like a month to, to like an overnight, maybe you know, like like a like a a month seems very right. appropriate. 24 yeah, hours. Right. That's about right. About like, hey, crazy. let's yeah. go to Vermont for the weekend. Like, yeah. I feel like yeah. that's a month. A three-day. Yeah. Because, yeah. She's got to also get to the point where she realizes you're not a serial killer. And for me, that takes forever. Like, she, <laughs> I don't think my wife still is not convinced or still is convinced. So, you know, give it some time. Well, they have to have known each other, right? I mean, I'm if, guessing maybe there's backstory we don't know about. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I have to imagine. What's the name? Roger? Who's the No, who's this is Terrence. 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 I have to imagine Terrence didn't just start, like, run out the door and start screaming her name, hoping she responded. They had to have some way of contact each other. In 1998, he might have looked her up in the phone book. Jeez. That's reasonable, I guess. Single Tanya. <laughs> he just rang all the doorbells on a city block until he found her. Right. They are on vacation together, despite their uh, very early relationship. And they, uh, oops, are going to the same not only condo resort, the same room as everybody else. How, how does that happen? I don't know. I guess they had a timeshare maybe that, uh, that we didn't know about that they shared. I don't know. 
And it made me think, uh, this is sort of the plot of Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's uh, very close. Mm-hmm. Roger's alone in the house. And what do you do when you're alone in somebody's house? Well, you think about throwing a rave. That's what he says. Well, I was thinking about throwing a rave, but I don't know. We'll see. Some type of party will happen. I thought that was funny. It was very, very casually. He's like, yeah. I, do I want to have a, like, a small group with like 40 of my closest friends or a giant ass rave? Because I have this house to myself. I don't know. Kinda, I, 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 yeah. I guffawed. I thought that was good. Yeah. So. Good move by Roger. But uh, a bunch of homeless dudes show up at the back door. <laughs> As is to happen. And he's like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, well, we knew they weren't here, so we're going to sleep in their backyard. And he's like, well, why don't you sleep in the house? They're not here. What a good guy. So they come in, and they're going to stay with Roger now over this Thanksgiving break. Cut to the worst luau ever. (laughs) Everyone, no one is having fun at this thing. I wasn't having fun watching it. It looked like they were about to be led to be executed or something. Silence. Uh, Gus has dancers. He plays fake ukulele, which is weird. Mm. <laughs> Air guitar ukulele. Sisters meet Baldwin and Marty, who are basically the dumb Beavis and Butthead characters we've seen before. <laughs> he just <laughs> loves that shtick. Wow. <laughs> right back to the, the two dumb guys. There's a pig roast going on and all of the adults who hate each other are picturing their least favorite person as the face of the pig and actually that leads to them having some fun finally lisa says she's cold so terrence gives up his jacket to his ex-girlfriend and that pisses off tanya (laughs) right away things are really messed up now because tanya is trying to make terrence jealous by going back with ray and Vice versa, all around. It's all mixed up. That leads to Gus saying, everybody come up and dance and look stupid. And the couples pair off with their own partners, and it seems like they're going to go back to their exes. But then everybody's pissed at the guys, and they're stuck outside. They have to sleep outside of the condo on a hammock. By the way, that is like the worst thing you could ever hear at any sort of like social gathering is everybody get up and dance. Like that, to me... breaks my soul every time i hear that the guys are stuck outside they argue and they fall out of the hammock because that's what happens i think ray is actually a pretty funny character it's like a buttoned up guy who's put in bad like weird situations that he's uncomfortable in but terrence bad friend very bad friend way bad oh my god horrible friend first you leave the mike tyson fight then you date my ex then you bring her here then you blame me for all your problems like, come on. Why are you friends with this guy? The next day, the sisters have had enough. So they leave the condo and they run into the dumb surfers who are like, uh, you're pretty cool, but we have these other righteous babes that we're, <laughs> we're going to go teach how to boogie board or whatever. <laughs> so they're pissed. They decide they're going to rent a boat, pretend to get stranded like damsels in distress and force surfer boys to come and save them that's their big plan of course they end up becoming stranded for real (laughs) one of the sisters decides to take the sail and just throw it in the ocean (laughs) yep didn't it didn't look convincing enough so throw the sail into the ocean (laughs) it backfires they're really stranded to be continued 
in the credits, we find out the homeless dudes stole everything out of the house with Roger. Or did they? We're not totally sure, but pretty sure. We go to the next episode. Ray and Tanya are reconnecting. Lisa and Terrence are reconnecting. Lisa and Tanya fight with each other because of the, they're pissed that they're trying to steal each other's guys or whatever. Finally, they realize the girls are gone, and there's a note that says, it's because you guys are fighting all the time. We can't stand it. Homeless guy, Smitty, seems like a decent dude. He's cooking mm-hmm. Thanksgiving yeah. for Roger and everybody. And Roger is pissed because... All the furniture's gone, and the TV is gone. <laughs> now we can't watch the Twilight Zone marathon. They cleaned out everything, by the way. Like, it wasn't like, oh, they just stole a couch. <laughs> like, there is nothing in this living room anymore. <laughs> the, the rugs are gone. The The family portraits are gone. Everything yeah. is gone. That's a the thorough knick, job. Knickknacks, anything that was yeah. there. It's like the Grinch. Yeah. Stole everything. <laughs> <laughs> Even the crumbs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This Twilight Zone marathon thing made me think of marathon. Do you ever watch the Twilight Zone marathon on Thanksgiving? Oh God, I love it. I'm, I'm a huge Twilight Zone fan. Like I had them all on DVD at the time, and now they're yeah. now you can stream them like in about eight different places. But uh, I remember watching it with my dad, like always growing up, and he would always tell me like which ones were the good episodes. And um, yeah. but I have like it's weird. Like whenever there's a holiday in my mind, I always think, well, there's got to be a Twilight Zone marathon on sometime. Like yeah. day, there's a Twilight Zone marathon right. or Memorial Day. There's a Twilight Zone marathon. Somebody has to have that. Arbor what's Day? your what's your favorite Twilight Zone episode? Uh, five characters in search of an exit. That's the one where spoiler they're all dolls, and they're in the bottom of like the toy drum, and okay. uh, and they're all like wondering how they got there. And you think maybe it's hell, maybe it's purgatory, and it turns out no, it's like Christmas, and they're like in a giant toy drum. And it was just like I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It was well acted, a lot of good stuff in it. So. I spoiled it for everybody who's listening, but check it out. It's my favorite episode. Mine is the one where the guy, he needs like he needs to find books or something. I forget exactly what happens, but he finally does get to like a library or something. He's the only guy. It's like an apocalypse. He finds books finally, and then he sits down, and his glasses break, and he can't read. Yeah, brutal. <laughs> that yeah, that's one. my favorite episode too, actually. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, I think I think that's kind of a like a classic one. Yeah, yeah. it's a famous one. Um, yeah. He just wants again. I, my true colors are really coming out during this episode. That guy just wanted to be left alone <laughs> so that he could read. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he, everyone just kept bothering him all the time. Yeah. So I um I really why I really is he feel be, for him? Why is he being punished? For that? <laughs> right. Why is Mickey? Just let being me read punished? my books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me read my books. <laughs> I am a big James Bond fan, and I like the James Bond marathon, even though I have almost all of them on DVD. Although I still haven't seen Spec- Spectre. I haven't seen okay. it. Yep. Skip it. Yeah, it's that's bad. what I heard. I heard it sucked. So, so I mean, I'm keep in mind, it, I, but... I, um, I'm not that big a James Bond fan, mostly mm-hmm. out of ignorance. Like, I saw Goldfinger, and then I've seen all the new ones, and that's mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Um, but Spectre is really trash. Which is a shame because the one before it I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. Quantum of Solace. No, that one. Wait, yeah, that one also no. sucks. No, right? no, no. Quantum of oh, Solace. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm between. sorry. Skyfall. Yeah. Skyfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I thought Skyfall was awesome. Yes, it is. Yeah, I love James Bond, so I usually right. seek that out if I so, can. So, I mean, Sean Connery, best Bond in your opinion, Ryan? Or yeah, I do think he's the best Bond, but I really love. We talked about this last time. Bad movies and crappy 
things in movies. I love Roger Moore. Okay. Like silly James Bond. Yeah. Like definitely not doing stunts. Seventy-five-year-old James Bond. <laughs> um, Close-ups on like on the ski. Like I love that kind of crap. And they're all very silly. Like yeah, that they he's the one that has octopusy. I think. And also Moonraker, <laughs> Tamara. Since they're gonna die, they're on this. They're, they're on this boat. Mm-hmm. Tamara confesses all of her sins of her twin magic, where she basically <laughs> pretended she was T- Tia uh, and did all these bad things under her under false pretenses. And she's like, "Okay, now that I've confessed all my sins to you, why don't you confess back?" And she's like, "I never did anything like that to you." Parents try to get in touch with Dumbo Surfers, Surfer Boys. To find out what happened, and basically they clumsily explain, yeah, they're lost at sea. <laughs> oh, great. Yep. But don't worry, because the boat just lands on shore, and they're on like 20 feet away from where they were. Yep. They just go back to the condo. <laughs> Parents rent a boat, try to, they basically do the exact same thing. They rent a boat, <laughs> get lost at sea, same thing happens, they get saved by Gus. Both groups <laughs> get saved by Gus. The girls are going to cook uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Everybody feels bad about all their shitty behavior. So they're going to cook a spam Thanksgiving. Well, that's the traditional Hawaiian food, right? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, is it right. really? Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's like they, they eat spam for everything. It is like a, it actually is considered wow. like a holiday meal. Yeah. Okay. So they that, Okay. So that was accurate. So they're going to cook yeah. spam. Gus tries to get invited. He does get invited to stay, but... The rock of bad luck causes a tsunami <laughs> to hit the condo and destroys everything, including their Thanksgiving dinner. So finally, they decide to take that threat seriously, return the rock, get on the plane, get the fuck out of here. But oops, some weird dude who also was on vacation and also is living wherever they live, I forget where, <laughs> is flying back with bad luck rock. He picked it up mm-hmm. and is now bringing it on the plane. I didn't finish. I didn't watch any other episodes. Maybe the plane crashes. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we that, don't was know. that was the finale. Could have been last, it. Last the other episode. six seasons are just a blank screen. <laughs> oh, no. We do know. They land, right? Because they come back. And then oh, they, yeah. they see Roger is there. And they are like, oh, Roger, we're so sorry. But then realize the homeless guys are returning the furniture. And because they felt bad, they're going to return the furniture right as the the family is back. So we get the you know, home alone ending as I was, as I wrote here. Yep. Roger. Same thing as home alone. When they figure out he destroyed their house while they're gone. So yeah, like these characters a little bit, this episode, the series of episodes, pretty bad. I'm going to wow. spoil everything and put this fifth on my list. I apologize to people who aren't <laughs> wrestling fans. I'm going to use a term here. Overbooked. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Overbooked. This had yes. so much going on. And so even much. like plot lines, it's it's I, you know it's it's a twenty-two minute episode, forty-four minutes if you add you know them together. But like you had them go out in the boat, and then immediately so like never mind, that's not fine. They can just walk ashore, and then you just did it again, like like less than five minutes later with this with just different characters, and then Gus was there, and then like the hurricane, it way too much stuff going on in this one, way too much stuff. Yeah, uh, I um yeah. I want to save some of my venom. Because believe it or not, this was actually not my least favorite episode we watched uh, this what? week, this month. Yeah, well, I can guess at what it would be. 
Um, yeah, you'll be surprised. I, I, you won't be surprised. <laughs> but <laughs> there was there was only like one one episode this month that I actually enjoyed. Okay. I hated this. I hated this a lot. And the fact that it was a two-parter was like salt on the wound. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't. I don't get these characters at all. Uh, and I, you know, I read the Wikipedia, and it says that the the girls are supposed to have like opposite personalities. But like, yeah, I didn't get are. that at all. I couldn't tell them apart even in a little bit. One of they were both like, "Yeah, let's do something stupid." Yeah. Right. Um. And One was like vaguely book smart. That was all I got. It was just right. that, that was yeah. all I The really only part that, that differentiated them was the twin magic part where the one had done all these terrible things and the other one right. was like, oh, I didn't do that. That was it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they dress the same. Yeah. Everything's the same. Mm-hmm. Seemed that way. Um, one is crazy and one is book smart, I believe. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you say this ran for five seasons sure. yes six i think it was six 119 episodes six and i think they're doing another one i read on wikipedia oh, they yeah. hope to run it back four twins this time more twins <laughs> more twins that was the problem triple episodes roger uh, had seven identical oh, twins no. <laughs> um yeah no. i hated this and like I feel like it, it was tricky in their jokes because on a very surface level, things are funny. Like the concept that they all thought they were stranded, but it was actually only a foot deep is like real funny in the moment. And then you think yeah. about it for even half a second and you realize that in order for this to have worked, that it, they had to be the six dumbest motherfuckers on the planet <laughs> <laughs> to just, not look over yeah, right. the boat you idiots it's i've been i was i was in hawaii this this year and it is the clearest water you will ever see you can see 30 feet down like all they had to do would be like oh that rock looks pretty close i think this might not actually i think we could just walk like not they were in a sailboat like i i've sailed most of my life there's your rudder would have hit the ground you literally wouldn't have yeah. even been able to stuck. get out there. Right. Oh, boy. Big down vote. Big down on Sister Sister. Let's move on to a big up in my book. Big up. Thank God for this episode. Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Season 7, <laughs> Episode 10, Wild Turkey. Larry, if one of your stupid birds ate my ring, you'll be the one who gets whacked and sacked. <laughs> Larry and Balky think they lost a wedding ring inside of a turkey. They try to get it back. The greatest description oh. of a TGIF episode ever. If I'm flipping around and I see that, I am staying for 22 minutes. That's. I'm, I'm going to tell you. So I have the. I think I have the Perfect Stranger DVD somewhere. The description mm. for one episode is Balky doesn't understand the American banking system. <laughs> <laughs> So get hyped for our economic themed episode. This was the first one I watched because as soon as I saw this, I'm like, this will be very good. And it's just a fun show. I mean, we talked about this on the last episode. It's just a fun show to watch. You could watch 20 in a row and not realize how many hours have passed. Last time we talked about the marriage of 
Larry and Balky to these women and that they moved in together and lived together. They got married and then lived together in a house, all four of them, which after now I see the house, I kind of understand that yeah. castle outside of the city oh. of Chicago. Oh my God. <laughs> Cool $1.2 million estate <laughs> yeah. in the middle of Chicago. What do these four do for jobs? I know, okay. right? Like, we Larry, got to sue. Larry's a, a d- rinky dink newspaper writer. Yeah. Not like a I great think- one. As we find out in the episode, he sucks and they give yeah. him bad, bad things to cover. What the I hell is Balky's job? Flight attendants. Okay, so I, they're flight attendants. So I, they're I, I, Balky, that might not be money. true, but I think they were at one point. And Balky was like in the mail room. Like he yeah, was the guy. Yeah. yeah, like that was he his worked thing. at yeah. the newspaper as like right. a little shitty job, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, right. How <laughs> I guess it makes more sense. Four incomes, one castle, you know, let's just make yeah. this happen. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more in like real life. If you're like that close with people, like, what if we just split a house down the middle? Save some money. I live in Greg's basement. He has no idea. So. Is that what that noise is? I don't pay shit. <laughs> I got bad news, bud. Exterminator's oh. coming tomorrow. Oh no! <laughs> oh, my terrarium. No. My terrarium. A lot of confusion here. It's Thanksgiving in the whatever their last name is. I forget <laughs> <laughs> their house. The girls both want to cook Thanksgiving dinner. They both bought turkeys. Balky thought he was going to cook Thanksgiving dinner, so he bought turkeys. I see no problem. Zero. Um, we have three turkeys. That's great. We have three turkeys. Three people want to cook. Yeah, right. Is this uh, really a problem? Awesome. I'll lay out. You guys go do it. Aki <laughs> yeah. is pissed because he usually cooks Thanksgiving dinner for Larry. Uh, so he wants to, he's like, I like doing this. So why don't I trade you guys? You can do Christmas Day and Mud Day and I'll take Thanksgiving <laughs> And they're like, what the hell is Mud Day? And I forget exactly what Mud Day is, but it's very silly. <laughs> a very weird holiday. Larry comes in and he's like, don't worry. I've I've solved all our problems. I've got a great thing that happened. Balky's like, did you forget where we live again? Which I thought was a very funny line. That was funny. That was very funny. Because Larry's like, yes, but. <laughs> yes, I definitely did forget yeah. where we lived. But it turns out he was out writing a story about turkeys the day of Thanksgiving. I'm not quite sure. Day before. He was out writing a story about turkeys at some guy's farm. Can't wait to read that fucking thing. Man. Oh. He talked to the farmer there, realized he was going to retire. So bought 58 turkeys at half price to then sell himself for people for Thanksgiving dinner. And these are live turkeys. I, I feel like that needs to be yes. established early. <laughs> yes. So he now has 58 turkeys in the backyard of this castle house. <laughs> <laughs> and Balky is very excited because he says, ooh, 58 pets. I've only had 17 pets at the same time before. <laughs> That's the most I've ever had. <laughs> They're not pets. We're here to whack them and sack them. <laughs> Hilarious. The girls decide they're going to make Thanksgiving dinner. The guys are going to try to sell these turkeys and pay off that uh, castle mortgage. So <laughs> the girls are using, they've decided they've made a compromise. They're going to use Balky's recipes and they're going through one and it has something labeled GP. I'm like, what does GP mean? I've never heard of this. He's like, oh, it's goat's pancreas. 
Because, <laughs> of course, we have to have a gross food thing happen in every episode. Uh, a bunch of turkeys sneak into the house, and uh, we think they eat Jennifer's engagement ring because she was cooking and put it on the side of the cutting board or something. And one of those turkeys most definitely ate that ring. So cut to them checking them all with a metal detector <laughs> one at a time in the kitchen to try to see if any of them have eaten it. I like I like the joke, by the way, of using yes. the metal detector over Balky's head, and it goes off a couple times. But then they don't address it; they just move on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was why the show like, is genius. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. subtle, the little subtle things like that. So, would a metal detector work with a diamond ring? Does that pick up gold? Maybe it seems like it would be through quite a bit of skin and things, too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna look that up. If we're going to go with, like, TGIF lore and reliability, this is still better than the whole, like, three feet of water that we saw in Sister, Sister. This is much yeah. more plausible. Better than that. Better than a living puppet. Better yeah. than other things. You watch your uh, poor mouth. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they will get gold. Well, look at really? that. Informa- okay. Informative right. Smart. episode. Smart, yeah. guys. Smart. They talk about if they actually ate the ring or not because Balky says well everyone knows turkeys are the practical jokers of the farm or whatever (laughs) (laughs) practical joke animals they go over their plan all right we've we've scanned these this many turkeys how many was it again 57 and then uh, Larry beats the hell out of Balky because he sold one turkey like how could you sell a turkey after that well, it was before when we needed to sell all these turkeys. Well, we know well, that Balky doesn't understand economics. So, I mean, best part of the episode, as far as I'm concerned, Balky's like, "I got it all covered. I'll fix this." He opens the door and just gives out a like a turkey call of some kind. Is like, "That's a sex turkey call. They're all gonna come running now." <laughs> like, what? what the hell? What? And it works. They all come yeah. running, but the other turkey is long gone. It's at another a neighbor's house, so it doesn't come come back. <laughs> so they have to come up with another plan instead of romantic turkeys, <laughs> which is bad because they were all very romantic after the call is made. So they're going to go to the Johnson's house, which is where turkeys got sold. And Larry's like, I'll tell them we poisoned the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such a crazy plan. there's a lot to like about this episode <laughs> I'll tell them I've poisoned it and then they look through the window like oh they're already eating it that plan's out so <laughs> pretend that we're full service turkey salesmen and that we not only do we whack them and sack them or whatever but we also serve them so they go in and pretend to be waiters and this family is like what the fuck is happening <laughs> uh larry says like we need to we need to say grace and the the father is like we already said grace what are you talking about we're halfway through the start gate he's like heads down <laughs> say grace right now <laughs> and everyone's like okay fine and then he starts checking the food and balky's saying grace and he's like what the fuck check the food idiot <laughs> eventually larry gets the turkey stuck on his hand so he needs balky to help him get it off and they do a very funny little like vaudevillian bit i guess it was very good yeah go behind a wall funny. and now it's on larry's foot <laughs> somehow he transitioned from arm to foot hysterical and it's yeah. very silly uh then grandpa starts 
choking or coughing. So they run over and try to give him the Heimlich maneuver and get what they think is the ring he's choking on out. He's like, I am not choking while they fall to the ground and physically assault this man. And that one line, that, that one line got that man a sad card. Remember? <laughs> 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 uh, so that's where it, it cuts right there and then we go back and Larry is disheveled but seems much happier and he's like okay it's Thanksgiving day now I've donated all the turkeys to a homeless shelter and everyone's like oh that was so nice of you and he's like well for a tax break of course <laughs> there's always a scheme with Larry Yeah, they have a nice uh, little moment where Jennifer's like oh I just misplaced my diamond ring so this whole entire shenanigan was for nothing because i love that i love that like you build this entire episode over a plot and then it's solved in like three seconds off camera that is very funny to me yeah and they look horrible because they've been through this horrible experience and it's now the first thanksgiving as a group i guess living together and for balky and so i i just also think it's funny that the the move the show started 60 turkeys down to zero because they're eating TV dinners now <laughs> at the end. Just great. All right. Just one great. thing I want to touch on the family that bought the turkey. Okay. Yeah. The Johnsons. They are of indiscriminate age. Like the mom looks like she's in her 60s. Yeah. The dad is also in the 60s, but they have like a, an eight year old kid. Yeah. Which is, uh, a I young mean, daughter. Guess, yeah. A young daughter. Grandpa seems to be the same age as mother grandma. <laughs> so, like, I don't quite get what was happening there i also like how they that was a live turkey someone in there murdered that turkey yeah and yeah. plucked it and i assume it's the mom so. right was that just a more common thing in the 80s uh, like are we so removed from that 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 no. i can't imagine that ever happening I mean, no how did how did larry get those turkeys home did he put them in that shitter from the beginning of the the beater like the intro yeah that (laughs) little that little red shit car we needed you know what we needed in this episode another like (laughs) theme song in the middle like need an update montage where they're driving their escalates down the road since they're making them dollars now (laughs) balky's on the pole (laughs) you would go see him you would watch Uh, it before yeah don't be ridiculous of course i'd be there I loved every second of this. I truly love this show. Yeah, It um, is funny. It is really funny still. I don't think it would fly by like today's standards of a television show. Yeah, maybe um, Like if this was a new show, I don't think it would find its footing. I think people would find it cheesy. Yeah. Uh, but it's I don't definitely cheesy, care. but in a good way. Yeah. Right. Like as a nostalgia point, it, I don't care. And it is goofy. It is so goofy intentionally. You, like you said, that vaudevillian thing. And I think either in yeah. this season or the season before, they actually have an episode where I think Larry gets hit on the head and then they're Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> um, okay. Like it's, a, it's <laughs> like a black and white episode. And they like, they literally are just Laurel and Hardy. As a kid, I never got this. As an adult, I see it now. In the opening, they are going to the Odd Couple play at yes, the, like right, the, right. as the credit play, and that's exactly what this is. This is just a new version of the Odd Couple, and it is goofy and silly, and a callback to a humor that I I've always loved. Yep. 
And both um, guys play it so well. They're both great. Yes. At, we talked about in the last episode how good a physical comedy both of them are. And this episode was nothing but physical comedy, you know, yeah. for like for a good chunk of it. So it was just like the perfect the the perfect scenario for them. It was funny. Even like I felt like the jokes. I liked the jokes in the last the Halloween episode, but I feel like they landed better on this one. Like the off camera yeah. stuff was good. Like this when when it was written to be like a, a kind of a one off line, it was very funny. Like the whole uh, you know was it the pancreas the goat pancreas instead of ground yes. pepper that yes. was good so really well done episode i i enjoyed this i think it's really interesting too it's like a lot of shows have the straight man and the goofy guy and i was this literally show, just about to make this point this show yeah. does that and reverses it and mm-hmm. back and forth the whole time like this is an episode where larry yes. is insane mm-hmm. and balky is the smart like normal one who's like you're crazy <laughs> i guess we're doing this <laughs> like and then in other episodes uh balky is nuts and larry is the straight man so it's so yeah. very interesting that they can just flip-flop all the time it's an awesome point yeah. like i was thinking of, like comparing it to like arrested development and like larry's yeah. kind of job but also sometimes he's kind of michael mm-hmm. i was gonna it's- say larry is michael to me <laughs> But like crazy it, version of Michael, like season yeah. three, Michael. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm now become crazy because I'm around you, crazies. <laughs> um, I love it. That's a great point. Uh, yeah, great, great episode. I'm sure that's going to rank very high when we get to the end. Sabrina, <laughs> mm. woo, right back down. Sabrina, yeah. season four, episode nine. Love means saying you're sorry, which has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. Oh my turkey. I wonder how Salem's doing with those pilgrims. I must taste everything. <laughs> Nothing leaves this kitchen until it passes my lips. <laughs> oh, too spicy. <laughs> mm, too bland. <laughs> mm, not just right. Need I remind you the penalty for displeasing me? Toads. Paying the price for kissing Josh. Brina must adjust to life after Harvey or not just obsessed about it until he comes back before we begin I want to bring this up last time Greg you predicted the episode how the episode would go (laughs) yes he did Sabrina would go Sabrina Thanksgiving episode I'm gonna do this real quick okay this is what you said she Mm -hmm. goes in the closet they learn about pilgrims the true meaning of Thanksgiving a turkey comes to life the cat dresses as a pilgrim (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Let me be very clear. I got I got I got some of that. <laughs> Let me be very clear. I think that episode is so much better than what we actually get. I definitely feel like Greg captured the spirit of this episode with that synopsis. <laughs> like he's not that far off. Let's he's not. Honest. He's very close, as you will see. It's it's just I got, I got the I got the B plot pretty good. I didn't expect a totally unrelated A plot. Yeah, I love a love story. You danced around it. You were so close at some moments, but no, so far away at others. But I wish I got that episode instead. I wish a turkey came to life. (laughs) That was teed up. How could you not hit it? How could you not do that? How was there not a dancing turkey? Oh, my God. But there was dancing. Yes, right. See what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so close. Year. 
It's so close. <laughs> he definitely got the cat dressing up a lot. <laughs> like he was told, yeah. but he never went pilgrim. <laughs> never went pilgrim. Did, went all the way around pilgrim, but never got to pilgrim. <laughs> Everywhere else, but not yeah. pilgrim. There was a closet. <laughs> yeah, there was a closet. Yeah, he there went were in the closet. <laughs> there were pilgrims. There were pilgrims. We so we didn't really learn about the true meaning of Thanksgiving. I don't think. <laughs> no, we didn't. But Hilda or Zelda. She realized that Thanksgiving was okay. Yeah, they, they came to terms with it, I guess. Holding right. grudges against murderers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Murderers who persecuted you 400 years ago. Yeah, oh, everyone yeah. can relate to that. <laughs> get, get over yourself, am I right, I mean, guys? Come on, yeah. it's been 400 yeah. years. Jesus, eat some stuffing. Oh, boy. Wait, are we... these witches immortal? Can they die? Unless they're burned at the stake, I don't think so. Deep questions, Whoa. right? Because they're they've been alive for a long time, right? Yeah. Sabrina, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sabrina's not. Big. Sabrina's new, right? She's a new right. witch. We're going through this for the first time with her, but they have been alive forever. Because we last time we or two times ago, I guess two episodes ago when we watched it, they had like we're at like a science convention. <laughs> like 1940 yeah yeah, right 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 (laughs) Right? so they've been around for at least 100 years you think probably adds a wrinkle to this harvey love story he's gonna have to benjamin buttoner (laughs) (laughs) oh boy we're gonna get there uh oh boy (laughs) we begin with sabrina she's uh like we said her and harvey are broken up she sees everyone's face as harvey's face which is kind of a nightmare real real weird really weird. weird The graphics uh, aren't there. Let no, me put it that this, way. It, it is PlayStation One graphics they throw at you. The special effects do not land here, yeah. but uh, the ants explain all oh, when you love someone and you don't say it out loud, you see their face on people, which is like, don't doesn't everybody know she loves Harvey? What is what is going on? Yeah, Salem says he's also suffering from the same seats, and he sees a cat on Sabrina's face. And I forget the cat's name, but it's a funny bit. And uh, so Sabrina has to say she loves Harvey and everybody turns back to normal. Uh, so she's like, well, I guess I need to go talk to Harvey and get this straightened out. Like, I I didn't see the last episode, but I guess she she did him dirty. So yep. she's going to go get it straightened out. She goes to talk to him. He's already moved on. New lady, Colette. She seems very nice. She seems like a wonderful girl. Yeah. I would have tried to date her and she would right. reject me. It would have been great. <laughs> Took me back to high school. Yeah, right? Right. Yeah. So Sabrina's like, oh, boy, I wish I never kissed that Josh guy who we never really see until the end. Uh, So now Sabrina's at her job working at the coffee shop. And she can't do her job because all she thinks about is Harvey all the time. (laughs) So she's making a lot of mistakes. She should be fired Mm -hmm. as a barista. She's horrible. And Harvey shows up and is like, hey, we need to talk. I'm giving my your stuff back to you. Yeah, here's your shit. <laughs> Take your shit back. And before, she, before he can finish his sentence, she makes everyone leave the coffee shop so she can have an alone moment with him. And he's like, that was weird. And I'm like, this guy is so stupid. He's been around magic <laughs> for four years at this point. And this girl, and she just did this thing right in front of him. And he still doesn't understand what's going on. 
now I don't remember watching a lot of this show, but I feel like there's got to be a point in like yeah. season seven or eight where he's just like, yeah, I knew all along. I just still loved you. Like, like I feel like that's a e- very easy progression yeah. to make on that one. I want to see that, if I'm right, but that has to happen, right? Yeah, right. It's happen. very easy to do. So they agree they're going to return their stuff, and she's bummed out. Like, oh, we're broke. We're definitely broken up now. I got to fix this. How am I going to fix this? Hilda and Zelda are going to cook Thanksgiving because Sabrina can't go to Harvey's for Thanksgiving. And they hate Thanksgiving because witches and pilgrims and all that burning at the stake kind of stuff. So they never cooked it. So they're like, all right, well, I guess we're going to, we're going to attempt this because, you know, for you. And Salem is like, gravy. That was the funniest part of the whole thing. Salem's obsession with gravy. Sabrina and Harvey exchange their stuff. There's a new witch friend who I for- never heard a name. I yeah, I don't. There is. is definitely some pitfalls to us doing this thematically. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I didn't know anything about the sisters, sisters, or right. the friend witch. Um, new friend witch, which yeah. I kind of like. I do Sounds kind of. It's a, it's a problem. <laughs> It's a problem, but I also kind of like not knowing what's happening. I it does have a little love, bit of fun. I love not knowing anything about when I go into these, like not knowing any of the episodes before it. I just nope. adore it. I love how we had Urkel living with the Winslows. That yeah. was funny. Right. And then we just don't know why. Yeah, and we whatever. just have to, okay, I wonder what happened. We'll figure yeah. it out someday. We're like time detectives. <laughs> Sabrina and Harvey exchange their stuff and new witch sees Harvey is like, I'm keeping this framed picture of us, of me and uh, Sabrina. And she's like, oh, well, shit, this guy's definitely still in love with you, Sabrina. What's the problem? She's like, oh, well, he's not cool enough, which is true. He is not cool enough. He's not cool enough. And that's the problem. So then we get the scene of Salem, the clueless girl cat or whatever. Getting his tips frosted by New Witch and uh, talking about Sabrina's love life and how they can help her. And they're like, oh, (laughs) what the hell is going on? They didn't quite get there. So they're going to help out by making Harvey cool at some point. Hilda and Zelda are disgusted by having to stuff a turkey, which is kind of gross. Have you guys ever done that before? Oh, yeah. It is it's weird, but whatever. It is weird. <laughs> you know? Uh-uh. I'm a total fucking spaz when it comes to stuff like that. There's yeah. no way. It is kind of weird. Uh, new witch. Gonna solve the problem. She's gonna turn Harvey into fucking 1970s The Fonz. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> Make him way, cool in 1998 I, or whatever this is. I love that we're calling her New Witch, and that's what I'm gonna call her from now on. <laughs> But you're like he shows up and he's got like the leather jacket and he does he does the Fonzie thing where he hits like the the vending machine and like yeah. can comes out and he's like hey you know it's like in the 90s that wasn't cool in the 70s when they were making referencing the 50s it was like borderline so it's like we're three three separations of cool at this point how lazy is this though it's like yeah. oh what's the most generic cool thing we can come up with oh the Fonz let's just do that again thank. God, they didn't do like a Beavis and Butthead rip because that was also teed up. We don't need every TJF show to to reference Beavis and Butthead. Oh my God. Yeah, so he's cool now, but he's a fucking asshole too Mm. because he beats up that kid and like holds him up over his head and 
then they're like, oh, this is not right. And I forget, I think Sabrina actually reverses the spell by like turning his temperature down or something. I don't know what was going on there. And so he turns back to normal and it's like, hey, guy, you dropped your Pokemon card. So a very uh, timely reference there with Pokemon cards. Very surprised, actually. That, was... that guy's a billionaire now. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, right. Aren't those things worth lots of money? There's, I'm not going to talk shop too much, but there's like this weird thing going on with Pokemon right now where they literally quadrupled in price in the last wow. month. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, like cards that were a hundred dollars last month are now yeah. six, seven, eight hundred dollars now. Wow, I uh, I worked New York Comic Con with Greg. I do that every well, obviously not this year, but mm-hmm. that's the one thing that really blew my mind is the value of those cards. I had no idea, and everybody always will come up to you and tell you about how they have a Charizard at home that's worth like a thousand dollars. It's like everybody's got one of those, of course. Right, but just like it weird to think about like i hadn't really thought about it since i collected them as a kid yeah yeah what are you did you guys do that you do, you collected them as kids i did not pokemon no yeah. I, I i played overpower the very cool marvel, <laughs> marvel game one yeah Ooh. yeah and yeah. the star wars i had the star wars oh, yeah that but no i wasn't cool enough for magic or pokemon pokemon was actually a little bit like i was slightly too old how old are you ryan 35 35 all right i'm 36 mark is some age older than that um i remember being like two years too old for pokemon that doesn't mean i didn't play it but i certainly didn't tell my friends see that's the thing i remember i played the hell out of it i had them all okay. on game boy even though i was like i was older but i still really and those games were amazing right yeah, i didn't have those games. Yeah, they're good. i didn't watch the show but i played the games the witches hilda and zelda thanksgiving dinner not going well they're gonna have to get in some real winners so they need a spell. So, of course, they're going to bring in the pilgrims, right? <laughs> Bad idea. Pilgrims hate witches, and they're going to be freaked out by magic. And that's exactly what happens here. Why didn't you pick, like, Martha Stewart? There's so many other, oh, yeah, like, cool cooks you could have went in that direction. But they do not. They go with pilgrims. And immediately the pilgrims are like, witch, burn them at the stake. Let's go. You guys are witches. Sabrina uses her powers like a fucking dickhead to break up Harvey and this nice girl, Colette. Real, real heel move. Like, that was out of nowhere for her. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm going to break them up. Mm-hmm. Which Harvey does break up with Colette, but then he's like, oh, but Sabrina's whack, too, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going back with her. Good because, man. Take some time for yourself. So it doesn't work. Magic does not work on matters of the heart. Uh... So, of course, we we got to try more magic, though. So Sabrina pulls out this whiteboard word bubble deal where she's going to put words in each other's mouths to try to get him to forgive her. It's really weird. That's Real strange, yeah. Bad scene, which ends in her angrily... She's like a psychopath in this episode. She throws the whiteboard out of her Clarissa Explains It All window. <laughs> and apparently it lands on a cat and Salem is pissed off. Maybe that was Salem's girlfriend that he referenced. Is earlier. that what it was? Know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but like, just like that whole shtick went on about eight minutes too long. Yeah. It, it felt like that. It was just, it really dragged. And then at one point, like he ma- she imagined Harvey as a priest. It was just like, there's all yeah. these little weird things that she did and it, it just didn't work. None of it flo- flowed very well. No, it was a confusing gimmick and, uh, and yeah, it didn't work out for her either. So because of the pilgrims and the witches and all that, let's put a talking cat in charge of the pilgrims. Let's have him watch them. 
Mm-hmm. And that's not good either because he's a talking cat. So they're freaked out about that. And he basically becomes like a slave driver to them and is like, I must taste everything. You must make more gravy. <laughs> I am in charge here and they're scared of him. So he knows he can pull us off. <laughs> I kind of like that. That was all right. That it was, was funny. That worked for me a little bit. Yes. And he's like, the only way I can be stopped this, uh, this craziness and talking cat is by feeding me more gravy, which is funny. Sabrina now is gone full off the deep end. She wants to go back in time to erase things to, <laughs> to fix her future. So she goes into the very handy clock store that they now own. Mm-hmm. Unexplained. Another unexplained thing. Perfect. They own a clock store connected to the house. Okay, great. So she goes back in time. She meets up with Josh, who I think is some type of famous person, but I can't remember who he is. And she decides one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those famous, handsome guys who was on all sitcoms, I think, or maybe in a boy band. I don't know. He he wasn't in a boy band, but I just like, I just know he was, he was something handsome boyfriend in every sitcom. Right. Right. So he's that here and she, he wants to kiss her for some reason. (laughs) We haven't seen the backstory, so we don't know why. And she's like, no kissing, just hugs. And that still sets Harvey off, who's hiding in the bushes watching this go on. So he's like, no, thanks. We're still broken up. The whole time going back in time thing does not work at all. That dude was from the show. Hey, dude. That's probably oh where we know him from. Wow. Hey, dude. Great show. It's, it seems <laughs> like it should be a TJF show. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, right in that. there. I'm sure. sure they pitched it. I'm sure it was there. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Okay, so Salem is tasting all the food the pilgrims have made. They use this as an opportunity to tie him to a stake to get ready to burn him. To uh, kill him for everything that he's done. And he's like, I'm going to turn you all into toads. So the ants come back in. They're like, look, there's got to be some kind of negotiation here. We just cooked the fucking dinner. Like, what can we, <laughs> what can we make appear for you that's going to help you? Like, what if we gave you a horse? And they make a horse show up. And the guy's like, oh, good horse, which I felt a little uncomfortable about. <laughs> like, good horse. Yeah, I can tell yeah. <laughs> that. The girl's like, no, we need a bed. I'm like, oh, yeah, we need a bed. So very anticlimactic uh, spell thing. Like, okay, sure, we'll give you a bed. Just make the fucking food. And stop yeah. trying to burn us. We just watched like somebody like exchange goods for like services. Like it was just a very <laughs> yeah. basic business deal. We just watched unfold. So. Over 22 minutes. Back at high school for 25-year-olds, Harvey aggressively <laughs> bumps into, he very aggressively bumps into Sabrina and like mm. gets her attention. And I'm like, whoa, that's... That's interesting. They decide to apologize and trade their stuff back in date again. So it's all good. So now it's finally time to eat Thanksgiving and everybody sits down and Hilda goes to use a uh, lighter on the candles and they're like, witch! One last time, like, sorry. Sorry, bad habit. <laughs> I figure the refrigerator would have thrown them too, right? I think, I mean, yeah. like, Didn't the microwave, they, get, they got freaked yeah. out by the microwave at one point too. Yeah. Um, so they're like, yeah, sorry about that. Force of habit. So they're going to have dinner then we get a post-dinner dance party with the Pilgrims. Ha, ha, ha. Wow. Wow. Because they're repressed. <laughs> like a turkey. So I called it. There you go. Yep, you got it. You, you were pretty close. I would yeah, love, but... like Ryan was saying, I wish your episode came out. Because I would <laughs> yeah. love to see. Next you know, year. 
Pilgrim Salem. Yeah. Maybe that will be an episode of this show in the future. We all pen yeah. pen an episode of, yeah. of a TGIF show. Oh that would be God. fun. Oh, man. That would be I fun. I am so on board. <laughs> we can act it out. Now, I'm about to say, oh. now, would we, would we want to write it as in, like, your dream episode? Or as in, like, what is the most cliched episode you could write? Because hmm. I feel like there's merit on both. There I is merit the latter. on both. Yeah. A cliche episode? Yeah. I could write I could write a Family Matters episode with my eyes closed. Yeah. Mm. I, I I'm gonna call early step by step. I want that one. <laughs> so, I have plans for that episode. Oh, okay. You're gonna have a lot of sex talk in here. <laughs> Mark's fan fiction is about heavily. to see the light of day. <laughs> I have three thousand pages ready to go. <laughs> yeah. So now oh it's one... Mark's time to shine. <laughs> Are you going to make it a spotlight on Brendan? Yeah, Mark and Brendan walk Mark into the room. Oh, man. <laughs> Trains everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. That would be fun. You're spoiling it. I'm Save sorry. It. I'm sorry. Save it. Don't you ruin it. We were anonymous, yeah. but we're going to get up there. Oh, you think there's TJF fanfic out there? One hundred percent. One hundred. There is King of the Hill fan fiction. One hundred percent. There is step by step. Are you looking it up, Greg? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the Boy Meets World is next. Season four, episode ten, Turkey Day. They come from different worlds. Think of them as the Hutus and Tutsis, living with prejudice and hatred passed on from parent to child because it is what they've grown accustomed to. You know, are we the only two people on this whole planet who don't know who the Hutus and Tutsis are? You know, Corey, for once, I think our ignorance may be working for us. What, you mean if we knew better, we wouldn't be friends? Yeah. So I'm glad we don't know better. This immediately follows our first episode of uh, that we did of Boy Meets World with Vader. Oh, interesting. Oh, so, okay, really? So we get lots of uh, what Frankie. Frankie, Lots of Frankie yeah. in this one because he was in the last one, but no yeah. Vader. Yeah. God damn right. it! Wow, Papa was was working the house show circuit or something. <laughs> yeah. He's out. He's oh, out jobbing out to Undertaker or something during Thanksgiving. Uh, or I guess he would be at Survivor Series, right? Is that technically? Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're right. Yes, yeah. So he definitely would have been jobbing out to the Undertaker. <laughs> Corey and Sean arrange for their families to pe- spend Thanksgiving together. A very serious episode from Boom's World here. Do we ever? Very serious. It gets real. It gets real. It gets real fast. It gets real. And then it gets real dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So Feeney is out here teaching his ass off, just like we saw him last time in the, uh, in that episode, he's teaching about uh, class systems and I forget exactly which countries are fighting with each other over class systems, but he's teaching some really serious shit. And then he assigns a paper due during Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving break. What a fucking asshole. Yeah, come on. <laughs> what the that hell is, is this shit? Come on, kids. That would be a paper I would 100% would not do. Oh my God. Who would? I'll just, I'll just take, I'll just chalk up at the zero. On take that, that zero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Corey and go Sean. with all the other ones. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not if Feeney was your teacher, you'd be uh, rolling in A pluses. Corey and Sean, they win, every year they win the donation Thanksgiving thing because they just take the canned goods that they got last year and put them back in the, the system. And somehow they win a turkey and stuffing every year and they do it again. And then they have an argument about, well, you have the turkey and I have the stuffing and this can't, this can't go. We have to find a way to share these. 
And he's like, fine, you take the turkeys. And they fight about stuffing. They both want stuff. So they decide, rather than just buy another thing of stuffing, they're going to have Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanksgiving fucking dinner together. Their parents together, Thanksgiving dinner. Seems like a bad idea because it's four seasons and they really haven't interacted at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they like each other very much at all. Parents are not into it. Like, no, we do not want to do this. Neither side. And then a very odd side plot happens where Frankie Stacchino shows up at the Matthews house and says, I'm here for a dating situation. <laughs> and Papa Matthews is like, oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> anyway, this plays out as bad. <laughs> and he's like, oh, uh, for my little brother who wants to date the sister, Herman, which I think Herman was either different like personality-wise or completely different actor last time you're right we have seen that kid yeah well well, that character he wanted to be a wrestler but now he's a poet one episode different but whatever so he it's all good they can date they're into each other no problem finally it's decided they're gonna have thanksgiving dinner at the hunters trailer in the trailer park and they're like watch out for the goat when you arrive because there's a crazy goat that lives on the trailer park okay and the matthews family are a bunch of assholes <laughs> just fucking dicks the whole time like hey we don't want to be here we're rich we don't want to be here <laughs> they do not read the yeah. room at all in this episode yikes no. uh so they get to a trailer that says the unters and there's this weird bit where they knock on the door and a guy comes out and he's like yes can i help you i'm mr unter and they're like Oh, we thought there was a different place. And he's like, Oh, because we're in a trailer park, you thought I didn't keep up my house and the H fell off my name. I was like, Whoa, okay, that's very aggressive. <laughs> he's like, They live over there. So, okay, great. Matthews brought wine for Thanksgiving because that's what you do, you know. And Chet, who's also kind of a dick, Chet Hunter, is like, We already have wine, it's boxed wine. I like box wine, goddammit. I'm like, okay, well, you can have this one later then, I guess. Yeah. And he's like, whatever, I don't care. And the mom comes in and she's like, we'll just pour them in a bowl together. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're compromised. I would do that. Honestly, there's nothing wrong with having too much wine. Like, I didn't think there was any issue at all with that yeah, one. Right. Fine. Yeah, like, make sangria. That's drink fine. It. Yeah. Right. Cool. It's all Chet good. looks like he could pound a couple, so that's fine. Yeah, right. Come on. Also, Chet, also that actor in Toy Story. That's two people we've gotten so far in this who's in Toy Story. Oh, really? In Toy Story. Ratzenberger, and he plays uh, after Jim Varney died, he played um, the Slinky Dog. Oh, oh shit. No yeah, way. Yeah, he took over after Ernest died. So. I just watched that crappy Adam Sandler movie, Hubie Halloween, and Chet oh, yeah. is still working in, in every Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler movie. Yeah, yes, he of is. Course he is. Verna is upset about cheese. I hated this whole plot. This cheese freak out shit. Trailer Park is now mad because the whole trailer park is up in arms because other people came into the trailer park, which is like, doesn't Corey come there all the time? Yeah. Right, because he's friends with Sean. Like, why? Um... They were just there last week visiting Vader. So, right, I mean, they were just at Vader's house. We got this like weird, like Marxist, like gathering of people yeah. about like class warfare. It dropped once again, yeah. really weird. Dropped right in the middle of this episode. So Luther Hunter <laughs> takes Chet Hunter outside. <laughs> they didn't play on that enough. Uh, takes him outside. <laughs> and it's like, um, 
here's the weird, creepy old guy who runs the trailer park, and he yeah. says that you need to kick them off the property. And Chet's like, okay, that seems a little extreme, but I'll do it. So he goes in and he's like, Thanksgiving's over. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Matthews don't leave, but they start eating dinner, and they're dicks about the plastic forks that they have to eat Thanksgiving dinner with. Yeah, so real uncomfortable scene. Yeah. What an asshole. I forget what his name is. Uh, Matthew's dad. Yeah. Being an asshole. Uh, and the mom was just like, I remember we had like really shitty like silverware yeah. like this when we first got married. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, okay, these people are 14 years in or 15 years in. Yeah. Real, real shitty. Not nice. Not no. nice. No. Uh, Morgan, who is the, the sister, she goes over to Vader's trailer. Too <laughs> bad Vader's not in this. <laughs> the save it. <laughs> Like you said, the hunters are embarrassed by their silverware. That's why they didn't put out. That's why they put out plastic forks. Um, Vader kids, <laughs> Vader's kids. God damn it! It will never not be funny. Nope. Vader's kids <laughs> are poets slash philosophers, and they get everybody all on the right track. Like Thanksgiving is a time to be nice to each other, guys. And the kids are like, "Okay, go. We're gonna fuck off on that Thanksgiving. We're just gonna eat with Vader's kids because that's more fun." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's finally show up and they're like, oh, yeah, we're assholes. Can we actually join you? And he's like, yeah, sure. Frankie's like, of course. I have no father that's here. Why not? <laughs> Back in class after everything's over. And Sean actually did a good job on a paper because he wrote about how he thought the class system was uh, dead in America. But no, it turns out it's very alive <laughs> and super fucked up even with his best friend's parents. So Phoenix like, great job. You get an A plus. And he's like, what? Wait, I thought it was going to be a C plus. <laughs> he's like, no, A plus. Very serious. A serious one. Yeah. Boy, this world brings in the serious sometimes. They sure do. Yeah. Like they really dropped it on this one. And like, I kind of, I like the sentiment was there it was very classic, like Thanksgiving episode. That's kind of what I expected all these to be, to be honest. Like that yeah. ending is That's what I true, expected yeah. all of these to. So I wasn't surprised. It was fine for what it was. I kind of put that in my muddled middle. We'll get to it. But I mean, I think, I think the general premise of this episode was fine. Like cliche, whatever. I thought the execution of it was awful. A borderline cringe. There's a lot of cringe in there. Um, Like I just didn't like, there's funny jokes, you know, like, sure. I would have put an H if my H fell off, like that is a funny joke the, with Billy Hunter or whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Um, but just people don't act this way. <laughs> like people don't turn into cheese psychopaths when yeah. they have friends over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't, I do find it surprising that they haven't, they don't have any kind of positive connection to each other. Like the parents. Adults can, can act like adults over a dinner. Like that's yeah. just what human beings do. Yeah. And it quite honestly, if I were a kid who lived in a trailer park, I would, I, I think this could be hurtful to people. Like yeah. it kind of makes trailer life look less than even though that is kind of the point is that they are yeah. not in the end. Mm-hmm. Right. There's still a lot of stereotypes there. The hunters, like they could get over the class difference, but that did not mean that they didn't portray them so unbelievably poorly. 
it's also something that never could fly nowadays. Like no, that type of portrayal sure. of anybody no. is so set in the nineties. Like it just couldn't work yeah. nowadays. It just really is very. Yeah, I thought it was fly. weird. Like they're trying to they're trying to be like you know what the trailer park's not not weird. Like it's not right. a weird place. It's just people trying to live. And instead, they do things like the goat. Yeah, right. And exactly. And yeah, the yeah, yeah. weird, creepy old guy right. who's part of the <laughs> society. Trying to kick everybody like, out. Yeah. Like, because those the, are the um, things that undermine the episode. Jim Unter is yeah. watching as Frankie gives the moral of the story. Right. And rather than be like, you know what? This kid's right. They just sort of like shrug and. and they got to like back into the bushes. Give right. up and so like, go back. So yeah. realistically, nobody learned a lesson in this. I mean, the kids learned the lesson, and that, mm-hmm. and that's really the point of this. Yeah. But I think in a real holiday episode, like the the trailer park people as well as the the Matthews needed to learn that right they share more in common than apart. But instead, all that happens is everyone basically goes back to status quo. Yeah. Which does kind of make it feel like if Sean is going to continue as Corey's friend, is he going to be weird about his parents after that? Like, right. my parents yeah. are assholes. <laughs> you just figured, right. too, like, it was set up very easily for them to just get, get another table, and then everybody in the middle of the trailer park has, like, this giant-ass Thanksgiving right. where they embrace each other's differences. And yeah. they're like, no, you turn that shit. It's like they didn't yeah. even just – it was there, it's and they weird. decided not to do it. Yeah. Yeah. This This is an – absolutely abysmal episode of television i don't put it that bad <laughs> we've no, seen I, sister sister look, i'm not saying it's not like funny or whatever and for spoilers this is still not my least favorite episode <laughs> wow. Wow. i just think like from a structural standpoint this doesn't function as a, a story sure it's like also, if spider-man went back to wrestling for money <laughs> <laughs> also they didn't break the fourth wall in this episode which to me you know that's the whole point of yeah. why i'm watching boy meets world last one full house full of mullets season Ooh. one episode nine the miracle of thanksgiving <laughs> the thanksgiving holiday does not work out as planned when everyone teams up to prepare the feast but the results aren't exactly worth eating ladies and gentlemen the miracle <laughs> Of Thanksgiving. <laughs> the little miracle lad who made it all possible, DJ. All right, DJ. I couldn't have done it without you guys. Okay, guys, go carve the turkey. Right. Ladies, please be seated at our Thanksgiving table. Michelle, what are they going to carve? Turkey. Turkey, 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 turkey. <laughs> this is so much better than a restaurant. Yeah, I hate those booster seats. They squeeze my tush. <laughs> Old house, here we go. I was so excited when you said we were doing a, a season one full house. Oh my god! Because woo boy, did it change over the years? Yes, it did. Yeah, it changes a lot. This is the long version of Full House's theme song, similar to the Perfect Strangers rule, yep. where it's yeah, where it's very long. Danny being getting super cute, baby, cold open, trying to get Michelle to say turkey. We know she's going to come back and call someone a turkey later when she's not supposed to. He wakes up Jesse and Joey. There's a problem. His mom can't come in and cook Thanksgiving dinner for them because it's snowing in wherever she lives. Real quick, the setup of where they live is uh, is pretty funny to me because... I'm very glad we're talking about this. 
<laughs> because in the later years, uh, Joey lives in the basement and right. Jesse lives in the attic, right? Yes. yes. Right. And the girls live on the normal in the normal house. Yeah. In this one, Jesse lives like in a girl's bedroom right across from DJ. Yeah. And Joey lives in the living room. Right. Just in the living oh, with all of his right. like Popeye yeah. shit. With stuff yeah. out. Yeah. Right. Decorated. Takes over like a big part of the living room. I kind of like what they did with Jesse, where they clearly had like he was in DJ's room or Stephanie's room, and then they moved those two girls in the same room right. together to make room for him, which is why there's like yeah. bunnies on the wall. Like that. Right. I, I kind of like I followed that without them telling me it. So yeah. I was like, okay, I got it. But yeah. yeah Jen, or Joey just lives in their living room, sleeps in their living room in this like alcove. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about the alcove for like a hot minute because yeah. Yeah. this house has this alcove to nowhere. Right. It's a <laughs> window, so, right? But but there's like a row house. house. I don't know. It's it's like this extra room that doesn't exist in other houses, but exists in sitcom houses because step by step has the same thing. Right. Like they behind their couch, yes. they have the weird alcove that nobody ever is in. Yeah. Uh, one thing that always made me laugh on the show is they live in a giant house. This guy's a TV anchor, and they yet they have a TV on wheels. They just wheel <laughs> out when they need it and wheel back. Their house is enormous. Oh, my God. Sure is. But, like, at least he's an on-air celebrity, like, locally, and it's in a major market. Like, I can buy that. I can I can roll with that. So, do we yeah. know what the mom was supposed to do? Maybe they got like a life insurance policy and yeah. just paid for the house outcome. Maybe. How did she die? Know. Yeah. Car accident. Drunk driver hit. Uh, really? Yes. Yeah, for real. Yep. yeah. They go into that. They go into this mom dying thing. It's crazy. It's the first Thanksgiving they're going to have without their mom, which is like, God damn, yeah. we're going right for the heavy. Man. Right for the heart. Ever. Real emphasis in this episode on men are fucking stupid and they cannot cook. Apparently, mm-hmm. that is what the world thinks. Men cannot cook, even though cooking a turkey is pretty easy. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you have time, patience, and an oven, you can pretty much do it. Mm-hmm. You wait for that thing to pop, you pull her out. That's pretty much it. Stick a thermometer in there, pull it out, no good, put it back in. Anyway, they're not going to be able to do this, so they're going to order... <laughs> order at a restaurant they're gonna go to a restaurant for thanksgiving which i'm all good with that i'm good with that especially if i'm a kid i love going to restaurants as a kid i went to the ground round which is a shitty restaurant around here all the time loved it and it was so there are there are still five ground rounds that exist yes there is what yeah there's one in plattsburgh which i've been to recently ty took me there when we did the con remember (laughs) i was so excited what yeah yeah, and there's one what? in Bennington or Burlington. There's one oh, in Vermont. Like the town close. over. Yeah. The state yeah, yeah, over, yeah. 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 I don't know where the other ones are, but I make sure I go to them as much as possible. Yeah. Isn't any good still. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's real good. And when anytime I go with Ty, because I frequently go with Ty, I always ask him for the rom- most romantic table. No. Which he hates. He does. <laughs> <laughs> but that... But that Plattsburgh, that Plattsburgh ground round, <laughs> they spent like table. legit probably three or four minutes debating which table was the most romantic. <laughs> you know, we're living in a world where if two guys walk up to a counter and they're like, we need a romantic table. It's like, okay, cool. Okay, yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, right. Right. Yeah, let's the figure that out. Let's help you guys out. It's not a joke. <laughs> Because I have been with you where it's like the three of us and he will still ask for the most romantic table in the restaurant. 
He hates it so much. Oh my god. You have um, you have I've been with you at restaurants where you point out tables that you want as the most romantic table. I like the 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 what's going through their heads as the three of you walk up and he's like the two of us need the most romantic table, but this guy's coming too. Yeah. I don't know what his purpose is, but he's gonna watch. He's gonna watch these. He's, he's just gonna keep a log of what's going on. He's gonna recite his step by step fan fiction. Oh my God. Share a punch bowl. <laughs> the ground round. Oh man. Who needs the ground round? Anyway. Sorry, I'm sorry. If uh, I find a Ponderosa, just you wait. Oh, no. <laughs> right to the buffet. Oh, wow. Uh, all right, so they're going to order Thanksgiving dinner. DJ's like, that idea stinks and I hate it. We're going to cook a home-cooked meal. So they're like, okay, sure, why not? And the girls are like, Stephanie and DJ are like, we can cook a turkey and we can cook a pie. These kids are what, five and seven? Yeah. Four yeah. and six. They're very small. They're going to cook meals. Seems a little uh, dubious, but the guys are like, great. Why not? Then we get a very fun little scene where we get the Thanksgiving karaoke temptations. Let's dance and sing and make Thanksgiving dinner, which I enjoyed. I don't know why, but I, I enjoyed it. Joey says that there's this is the miracle of Thanksgiving. And... And Jesse's like, there's no miracle of Thanksgiving. That's not a real thing. And he's like, yes, it is. Look at what's happening. So the girls cook the turkey. Turns out kids shouldn't cook because the turkey's still frozen. They pull it out and it's frozen. And they didn't defrost it enough because they're kids. And why would kids cook? So they're trying to figure out how to cover this mess up because they don't want to disappoint the kids. Instead of just being like, hey, it's still frozen. We're just going to put it back in for a little bit. No big deal. Doorbell rings and two babes show up at the door. <laughs> two lost babes yep. show up with a fully cooked turkey. And then Danny's like, I know exactly what to do here. I'm going to fish them in and force them to give us this turkey because Jesse is the hottest man alive mm-hmm. with this horrible, <laughs> ridiculous mullet. And we're going to toss him out there and they can't resist. They're going to just give us the turkey. This doesn't work though. It backfires on Danny. And they're like, we have husbands. We're not going to give you this turkey. Uh, so then Danny's like, all right, fine. I'm just going to pay you because I'm a fucking anchor in San Francisco. And I just have so much money that I will just give you. And he starts giving like a number, like on 100, 125, 150. And they're like, oh, you want to keep going up? We'll give you this turkey. And then Joey, who was supposed to be watching the turkey, somehow gets his tongue stuck in a soda bottle or a wine bottle or something. And comes out with the bottle on his tongue, acting all strange because the turkey that was frozen five minutes ago is now on a fire in a full blaze in the oven. Because <laughs> that's how frozen turkeys work. You, they're frozen <laughs> one minute, they're charred the next. <laughs> so he comes out, freaks everyone out, finally has to pantomime that the turkey's on fire. They figure it out, come and find a burned-ass turkey. DJ's all pissed off. Then Stephanie walks up with a pie that they bake and drops it on the floor. The entire Thanksgiving is ruined in five minutes. Jesse goes up to Joey and he's like, what the hell are you doing with a bottle stuck to your tongue and just pulls it right off. And and uh, Joey does the miracle of Thanksgiving again. <laughs> little mm. song thing. 
And then we get to uh, serious pep talk time. Danny sits down and talks to DJ about how he almost paid $200 for a turkey. And DJ's like, why don't you just give me that money and then I'd be happy again. (laughs) Setting up a very fucked up relationship between father and daughter. (laughs) How much money will I have to give you to make you happy? (laughs) Is this enough? How about this? I love you. You're not that far off from my parenting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that far off from our friendship, Mark. (laughs) Jesse also needs a pep talk because he gives a pep talk. There's a lot of pep talks on this show. He gives a pep Mm -hmm. talk to Stephanie and is like, don't she, because she's like, I dropped the pie. I ruined Thanksgiving. He's like, no, you didn't. We all made, we all do dumb shit. Look at this dumb haircut I had in when I was 10 or whatever. I think on a on a past Thanksgiving, it's like your mom gave me that haircut, and then he gets all fucked up and emotional because his sister is his. It's his sister, which they don't. I don't know if they talk about that in later Full House a lot, but he's technically related to Danny, and so he gets all messed up. He's sad about everything because his sister's not here for Thanksgiving, and then we get another. Danny is all over this man. He is he the emotional for. support for everyone. <laughs> he's like don't worry about it we all you know it's okay to get sad we'll figure it out together we have each other blah 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 blah. and then they finally eat thanksgiving dinner together they eat this burned turkey anyway they decide let's do it anyway even though it's destroyed and it's like literally the scene from christmas vacation where they cut the burned turkey and it's just a little chewy so good moments yeah yeah in terms of character development, I actually thought it did a very good job, especially with Jesse, because yeah. you know it, it, you never really think about like it, when they built it up. It's like oh, it's the girls' first like you know uh, Thanksgiving without their mom. Right. You never really get the idea like yeah, but it's also like Jesse's first Thanksgiving without his sister in twenty five years, however right. young he was here. Yeah. And like that to me was actually a pretty interesting moment. Like you you kind of dove into that character deeper than you do later on when he's just kind of like, you know, the Elvis rock star guy. Yeah. So I thought they actually, that was very well done. I was, I appreciated that. Like, you know, look into his character. And he's like the tough guy. He rides a motorcycle. Yeah. He plays guitar. He's, he's never in need of emotional support, but he is here. So right. that was kind yeah. of interesting. I agree with you. Like, I think, the only thing that worked for me in this episode was the Jesse stuff at the end. Right. Certainly yeah, not too. any of right. his other stuff. Um, I I hated almost every second of this. Like, I truly hate this show. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, like, I'm trying to keep an open mind. And I, I remember it fondly from when I was younger. Right. Um, I'm just, like, desperately hoping that my memories are like of later seasons because realistically i was born in 84 this came this was like an 89 episode maybe yeah it was the first season um, yeah 89 like i was five so realistically when i remember full house this is not what i'm remembering sure sure um other than what the are you re- Jess, what, i don't are know remembering I remember, the wedding? I remember like, like yeah that? i remember like comet and steve and aunt becky and the twins and like stuff like mm. that so it's definitely later shit yeah way later um this is a fucking show for babies. <laughs> like I, I like who's watching this? That's and a thing, good point. Like, I mean, real again, the Jesse stuff was actually quite mature and interesting. And John Stamos was a surprisingly good actor in that moment. Yeah, um, he was. But like, 
watching Joey fuck around with the chair and the bottle. And how are you going to have all this like legitimately deep emotional stuff with uncle Jesse and then have actual (laughs) baby shit happening in other parts of the episode? I was texting Greg before, you know, we recorded and I, I, before I even watched the episodes and I said, I can't wait to get to this full house and see somebody get their, like a Turkey stuck on their head. I was close. He had a bottle stuck on his So very close. close. So very close. Greg, you bring up a good point of who this is for, because this isn't for kids. This uh, full house isn't for kids. Like if you were growing up and if I was a kid watching that, I might like kind of chuckle at the uncle. Like if I was five years old, like at the uncle Joey stuff, but I wouldn't get, anything else in that one so who is this for and it's got to be for like 30 40 year old parents like that's what that's the only thing i think of who might like chuckle because it's like the 80s and there's nothing else on and hey that guy's doing some (laughs) really funny goofy shit you know hey that dave Dave coulier is he even funny like that's one thing i thought about after this i'm like is he's a comedian right yeah is dave coulier funny at all like it made me want to go seek out like an hour long comedy special of his and be like oh, yeah, yeah. let me make a determination on this guy because maybe he's still working he's still working as a stand-up yeah. i find him charming enough in the show yeah um, like again all the stuff he does is dumb bad yeah stuff. oh yeah yeah but like at the same time you know like i could see uh, I could see Uncle Joey like being a fun uncle if I was a six year old, you know, oh, running yeah, around right. do, do, yeah. doing and He's the miracle Thanksgiving and stuff. Perfectly like, normal as that. Right. Character. That's all fun and fun enough stuff in premise. Yeah. Um it's just watching the execution of it, it just doesn't make any sense. And I'm willing to suspend a lot of disbelief. Like I get it. Like yeah. getting a met running out to ace hardware to get a metal detector real quick because your turkey ate a diamond ring <laughs> like that's also dumb yeah but but there's there's like there's um there's craft to that joke like that premise is funny but a, yeah. an adult getting a bottle so stuck on his tongue that he cannot inform his other adult friends that the kitchen is on fire <laughs> is so unbelievably ludicrous that I can't accept this as another it's, human being. In this it is world. kind of funny when you recite it. <laughs> it wasn't funny <laughs> watching it, but when you say it, it's funny. And then, uh, and then the, the like to, the 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 icing on that cake is that all right? This is stupid, but whatever. But then right. they have to completely prove how stupid it is when Jesse just removes the bottle. Yeah. So why, yeah, what so is why, going on there? Right. Like, he should have had the bottle on. If he had the bottle on his tongue for the entire duration of the episode, that's a good joke. Never could get it off. And then Jesse pulls it off at the end, like, what's wrong with you? Right. Now, that's funny. The only thing I can think of, too, is they might still be trying to get their feet underneath. Because you mentioned, and it's very just like early, I do, yeah. it's so early. And the episodes that we have seen have both been very early episodes. Like the one with the, the Beach Boys and this one, they were all very <laughs> yeah. early on in like the full house run i think the, i think the beach boys one was what like season two mm-hmm. Some, yeah, somewhere around sure. there. so i don't think these kids because greg you're right when i look back at full house i don't think of this era that's why i was excited to watch it because i don't remember yeah. it like i don't remember them starting off like this right <laughs> but i remember 
Aunt Becky. And I remember like Dave Coulier having the, the hamster puppet or beaver puppet or whatever that is. Right. Yeah. And Mr. Woodchuck. Right. Mr. Woodchuck. And like, that's more like the characters have had time to develop like the perfect stranger episode we watched it's season four and then season, whatever, seven, I think it was the one that we just yeah. saw. These characters have developed now. They know who they are. They know what the character is. Yeah. So I think you should, I mean, give it some more time until we get to later years and then maybe see how you like it because I'm willing to keep an open mind for sure. Yeah. But like, that we've seen two episodes of this show so far, and they're both the pits. And you've hated um, both. <laughs> I've hated them both. Um, and then, you know, a couple of years back when Netflix first came around, I watched probably the first five episodes. Right, of the reboot. And, right. And, I mean, the reboot's dog shit. Right. Yeah. So, I just, I'm just, I'm praying, man. I'm yep. praying that, that, that smooth Aladdin voice is going to come and save the day. <laughs> oh! That's right. I forgot he did that. I forgot he did that. Open up a whole new world. (laughs) Oh, man. Maybe we should just watch Aladdin for this show. (laughs) Now we're talking the remake, right? The Guy Ritchie classic. (laughs) Watch a few minutes of that. Did not care for it at all. No. Uh, Uh Turns out uh, (laughs) Robin Williams cannot be replaced as a genie. Yep. Go figure. This was a rough one, guys. Time to rank them. Yeah, it was rough. Well, right. Let's rank them and get out of here. <laughs> All right. Do we have a unanimous number one? I think we do. Yeah, it's got to be Perfect Strangers. Perfect yeah. Strangers. It has okay. to be. It's a, right. it's a unanimous. genuinely yeah. brilliant episode. It of is television. real, real it's good. funny. Yeah. Good. The only good, uh, the only that, true good episode on this show. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Full House number two, just because I like the Jesse development. I really did. No, I did. Uh, I like the Jesse Mark. development. No. No. That's what I had too. I had Full House too, which says. I think it says more about how bad the other episodes were. <laughs> oh my god, guys! What did you have number two? What did you have two, Greg? Who cares? Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Sabrina, I guess. Oh man! Oh, that <laughs> like, was a rough listen, one. The, my options are uninteresting, <laughs> boring, and dumb. Mm blatantly offensive to entire classes of people <laughs> and dumb baby shit for idiots. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to go with here? I'll go with Sabrina, which was like, whatever. Number two. Uh, was, okay. At least, at least there was a cat. Yep. Cats are fun. The cat was good. That's true. Uh, the cat was good. What do you the have for three, Mark? I'm going to go with sister, sister. I'll say that one. It was Whoa. not no, because it wasn't like blatantly offensive to me. It was just okay. stupid. Uh, <laughs> I, I like it was long, and I think that kind of brought it down a little bit too. But you know what? I I liked it better than I liked the other two. Sister, sister, right. right in the middle. All right, I went with Boy Meets World three, just because it wasn't complete shit. Yeah. My number my number three is Sister, Sister. Wow. Okay. Sister, because sister. vanilla ice cream is still eatable, edible sometimes. <laughs> it's. Not terrible to get through, even though there were two episodes. I put Sister Sister four and Sabrina five. I don't know where you guys round out. I put. I'm guessing put, you you're five full house, Greg. Yeah, <laughs> that is so. I yeah. would have guessed Sabrina all day for you, Greg. I, no way. Five. I think I Sabrina's charming. I like. I, think you, I don't think it's. I don't think it's good. But I think for what it is, like, I, if I was twelve now, and like, I don't know what that. What what about what those Drake that boy Josh and Cody you know like those those Disney shows like iCarly and all that shit 
Yeah. I feel like that's like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. If I'm like 12, 13, like I think that works yeah. for me. Sure. You um, like Sabrina way more than Mark. I, I, <laughs> I hate it. Just like you said, Greg, with Full House, like I've seen two episodes of Sabrina. I never watched it when it was on, and I am so disinterested in everything going on. <laughs> I just think I think Sabrina is like whimsical and dumb, but it's but it's okay. It's like almost campy, and it knows it, and I'm fine with that. I get, it's so weird because I get a different perspective. But I, like, I, I, I feel like it's cheesy, but it doesn't know it's cheesy. And that's a problem. For Interesting. Me. I you think know, because just, of how low budget it is all the time yeah. that I think it has to know. Like these other shows probably have a similar budget and they all look fine. This yeah. is making a conscious choice to be like, I think that's kind of shitty. And I think <laughs> they care. I think that's part of the fun. Well, we'll need a we'll need a larger sample size just to yeah, round out. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get plenty of Sabrina to oh, yeah. change your mind. I mean, I don't care. I'm like, not saying <laughs> we stop watching Sabrina. I'm saying we watch a lot more because I do enjoy making fun of it. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say number four, Boy Meets World. Number five is what was yeah. the other one? <laughs> Sabrina. 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 Yeah. There we go. Sabrina's. Uh, I would say number four, Boy Meets World, which was actually funny like perks and stuff like that. But again, like I think there's like some very problematic issues in that episode that cannot True. be ignored, even through a lens of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, there's not and enough full as... house is full house. Number five. I mean, it's <laughs> one of the shittiest 22 minutes I've ever spent in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is funny because it's the flagship of TJF. So there's I no, know, there's right? no getting on the fact that, yeah. that we are going back to that well over oh and over and God. over again. Whereas Sabrina, we can kind of tiptoe around Sabrina a little bit here and there. We don't have to put it on every episode. Are there other, what, what have we not seen? Have we seen, we haven't seen Hanging with Mr. Cooper. No, right? we, we haven't seen, seen Hanging with Mr. Cooper. That was so I actually love. Yeah, so I'm I like excited that. to get to that. Yeah. Um, what else? Was there no, any other big ones that we're missing that we haven't seen yet? I think there's I, definitely some like one offs that yeah. we're I missing. I think there's some other like quick hitters, yeah, that we haven't okay. hit. But okay. we've gotten most of them, I think, at yeah. this point. Uh, okay. Uh, one quick thing before we go, now that we got our definitive list down, uh, this came out today. The Fresh Uh-oh. Prince, which is not oh, a yeah. not a TGIF thing, but I thought it was interesting. It's, so this, it feels like an honorary TGIF show. Should right. be, right? Yeah. So the Fresh Prince uh, reunion made by HBO Max because they have the Fresh Prince uh, catalog or whatever, which is a great show, by the way. Fresh Prince oh, is an awesome show. Fantastic mm-hmm. show. They did this reunion, which I've seen a little bit of. I didn't watch the whole thing yet, but um, it is very good. Is and good? I really want them to do this with other shows. We've had the... Vanity Fair, let's get the cast back together kind of a deal uh, on multiple TGIF shows. But this Fresh Prince reunion where they go back to the set, they actually sit in the set, they talk about all the controversial topics or whatever, the changing of the mother, I think that's in there. I didn't get to that part yet, but uh, very well done. What TGIF program would you like to see get this treatment if that was possible? I mean, Family Matters. Like that's that's yeah. the one that jumps right out. I mean, it right has to be Family Matters. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Most I would go still maybe too. step by step to an extent, just because I, I'm curious to see all those kids grown up. Yeah. Whereas Family Matters, they kind yeah. of grew up in front of us, so we saw it. Right. Um. Yeah, I think, but I think Family Matters would have the best actual reunion. Like, I think it could be funny. Yeah. Whereas, and, I don't think a step by step reunion would be actually funny at all. 
and there was a lot of like not not like drama but like you know the whole thing about urkel taking over that show i always thought was like an interesting subplot that really mm, should get talked yeah. about and like yeah. how that evolved over how that episode that show evolved from like a family drama involving carl to like the urkel show like i feel like that's an interesting story to hear um yeah you know the, the daughter who vanished who went up the stairs and we never saw her again right like, that's judy. interesting too yeah, yeah where's right. judy bring her back right. Right. i mean they she won't come down the stairs. Porn star like, yeah. now, but yeah yeah yes oh my yeah yeah Yeah, you know about that i was today today's years old i never get this right today's years old when i found that out right (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, i don't think she did a lot of porn but she definitely did did pornography she dabbled yeah she She perused the wares yeah her dabble in porn just dabble just dip my toe in a cup of coffee you know uh, I think that's correct. I think that's right. I would like to see a step-by-step one because that's my favorite show. But I also think there was a lot of drama there because Cody left the show. Right. There was definitely drama between the kids at one point. At the end, I think there was uh, some uh, heart hurt feelings between them. The final season of TGIF actually had making the band on at 930. Oh, what? We're going to get some Puff Daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? It did? It yes. Puff Daddy? Yes. And from so 99 good. to 2000, that season, wow. the, the final episode, the, the 930 slot. I, M- I thought that was an MTV show. It was later. But originally, it was one what? season on ABC. It was the forming of O-Town. Remember the classic oh, Liquid Dream? O-Town. <laughs> I love the idea of doing like one-off TGIF episodes as a as a episode yes. later on. I think that there's some gems. Fun. Teen Angel. I watched an episode of that. Mm. Whoa, boy! Really? Yeah, what is about fly? Describe describe <laughs> Teen Angel. Teen yeah. Angel. Uh, a kid eats a sandwich that's been under his bed for over a year and dies. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you thought Sabrina was stupid. No. Oh my god! Wasn't there a? Wasn't there like a genie? Wasn't there like a, a genie show? Like an eye? Like a? a There's a, crazy uh, things here. There's aliens in the family. Uh, you wish that sounds like a genie show. That's it. No, that's wish. it. That's it. You that's wish. it. That's it. Yes. Holy shit. Oh, oh man. man, we we're this ride, this roller coaster is going to be so much more fun than I thought it was going to be. Oh, oh well, there's a lot of directions we haven't gone in. We both yeah. we've, we've been playing the hits so far, this but this is the yeah. first time I actually like looked at the the list. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh my god. It gets weird. How long was hanging with Mr. Cooper on? That had to be on for a couple seasons. That was, right? that was a while. That was like a legit. Yeah, I think that was a legit six, show. Six. People liked and was on. Yeah, yeah. I always liked. I that loved line. that show. Yeah. It looks like three, three seasons. Okay. Okay. You know, middle yeah, middle. There's number of seasons five that might have gone to UPN. Yeah, after there's a lot of movement while. going on. We talked to last time about dinosaurs moving to Fox. Yeah. Uh, Step by Step actually moved to CBS for the last season. Uh, yes, it did. Interesting. Cancel and moved to CBS. I'd kind of be vaguely interested in like a dinosaurs reunion, as weird <laughs> as that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say vaguely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. They're like, all still around. Let your freak flag fly, man. <laughs> Let's do it. All in costume. Let's do it. Oh. Hang in with Mr. Cooper has 101 episodes, which means wow. it just God. got to syndication. That's a lot. Yeah. Wow. One nice. F. That's yeah. a lot. All you need is one, baby. All right. Yeah. That was a 
That was less fun than Halloween. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to step it up a notch, though, here. I think we're going into uh, some prime real estate. Oh, Christmas has got to have some gems. Christmas oh. has got to have gems. Come on, people. Yeah. I know Everyone has done. them a step-by-step Christmas, but I feel like there's got to be like every season had to have one. Yeah. There's got to be definitely another. That was a great step-by-step I Christmas like episode. Yeah, it sure yeah. was. So that's going to put us behind the eight ball a little bit. Cause we already did that one, but yeah. I'm sure there are plenty. I know family matters has one. I'm pretty sure they all do. Oh God. Yeah. That's, that's an easy layup. Getting to work. I'm going to get to work on that. Cause the problem isn't finding them. The problem is finding the best ones. Right. So uh, it doesn't always. Ha- I mean, I enjoy talking about these episodes. Right. Got to talk. Right. Let me talk about social class for a little while. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> went deep on this episode. We went what deep. people want to tune in to listen to. That's right. They That's want what to- all my coworkers have to hear from me for like <laughs> yeah. eight hours a day. So I might as well spread the <laughs> sp- spread the joy with you guys. <laughs> all right, Christmas is next. Christmas is next. I'm excited for that. This was fun, even painful times, but fun. So we'll be back. Thanks for listening. Be safe for Thanksgiving. Seriously. I beg you all. If you're listening to this, you're my favorite person, and I want Mm -hmm. you to continue living as well as your grandparents. Please do it alone in a closet. Right. (laughs) Eating gravy, which is how we all should spend Thanksgiving. Just gravy. Closet gravy. Now you're reading my fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Peace out. Bye.